0: To Created Terrain, a production of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. I'm Cal Beisner, President of the Cornwall Alliance, and my topic today is how the Federal Environmental Protection Agency spreads misinformation in support of Biden administration climate policy. You know something that makes me downright angry? It's when government officials say things in defense of their policies that they know or should know. Perfectly well, are either false or grossly misleading. I ran across an example of that in a report on the Biden administration's proposed rule to force coal and natural gas-fired power plants to eliminate the vast majority of their CO2 emissions by 2040. Maria Michaelos, acting associate administrator of the Federal Environmental Protection Agency's Office of Public Affairs asked for a comment on the plan, told Fox News, quote, EPA cannot comment because the proposals are currently under interagency review, unquote. But then she commented, and it's this comment that really angers me, quote, But we have been clear from the start that we will use all of our legally upheld tools grounded in decades-old bipartisan laws to address "...dangerous air pollution and protect the air our children breathe today and for generations to come." Catch that. Dangerous air pollution in the air our children breathe. Either Michaelos is utterly ignorant of the facts about CO2 and breathable air— or she knows perfectly well that whatever risks might attach to a warmer world, and they are minimal and far outweighed by the greater wealth that causes the warming, CO2 doesn't endanger any children as they breathe. Yet she chose that language because she knows that most of the public on reading it or hearing it will think that somehow the CO2 coal and natural gas-fired power plants emit— poses a danger to children as they breathe it—not fifty to seventy years from now from a somewhat warmer planet. She knows, referring to, quote, dangerous air pollution, unquote, in, quote, the air our children breathe, unquote, will yank at the heartstrings. It's emotional language, it's manipulative language, and it's anything but scientific language. Not sure she used it for emotional effect? Why didn't she just say, dangerous air pollution in the air we all breathe? Because she knows her audience is almost entirely adults. She knows adults know they're having no difficulty breathing, at least not because of CO2 in the air. Ah, but many of those adults are likely to think, well, it may not be bothering me, but that dangerous CO2 must be harming children with every breath they take. And so they'll support the proposed rule. Not sure CO2 doesn't hurt children in the air they breathe? Here are the facts. Carbon dioxide is an odorless, colorless gas that isn't toxic at levels that could ever be reached in the open atmosphere. Occupational exposure standards for CO2 concentration in the air workers breathe – are one half percent, that's 5,000 parts per million, average through a 40 hour work week, and six times as much, 3%, 30,000 parts per million, for short term exposure. But those standards are overcautious. The National Research Council reports that, quote, Data collected on nine nuclear-powered ballistic missile submarines indicate an average CO2 concentration of 3,500 parts per million, that's 0.35%, with a range of 0 to 10,600 parts per million, that's 0 to 1.06%. And data collected on 10 nuclear-powered attack submarines indicate an average CO2 concentration of 4,100 parts per million, that's 0.41%, with a range of 300 to 11,300 parts per million, 0.03 to 1.1%. And we trust those submariners with control of nuclear ICBMs. The breath we exhale contains about 40,000 to 53,000 parts per million, that's 4 to 5.3% CO2. Exposure to CO2 only becomes dangerous to life at about eight or nine times that much, or 35%, that is, 350,000 parts per million, nearly 870 times the current atmospheric concentration. Yet every breath you exhale contains about 40,000 parts per million carbon dioxide, and ambient concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere now is only about 410 parts per million, about one-thirteenth of the 5,000 parts per million occupational safety standard for average exposure in a 40-hour work week. A standard that, as just noted, is unjustifiably too restrictive. So, Carbon dioxide in the air our children breathe poses zero threat to them. Instead, it poses a great benefit to them. Carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is essential to all plant growth. Plants use it in photosynthesis, and the more of it they get, the better they grow. On average, every doubling of CO2 concentration in the atmosphere in which plants grow causes about a 35% increase in plant growth efficiency. They grow better in warmer and cooler temperatures, and in wetter and drier soils, and they make better use of soil nutrients and resist diseases and pests better. Consequently, they increase their range, and they improve their fruit-to-fiber ratio. That means more food for everything that eats plants, and for everything, including children, that eats anything that does eat plants. Who benefits the most from that? The world's poor, including the world's poor children, who need more abundant and affordable food. In short, carbon dioxide isn't pollution, it's the elixir of life. The world needs more of it, not less. The 280 parts per million of pre industrial times was near the threshold below which photosynthesis stops that's about 175 parts per million, and far lower than the 4,000 to 8,000 parts per million that prevailed in past geologic times when vegetation was far more abundant on the earth. The increasing atmospheric CO2 over the past 200 years, and especially the past 60 years, has contributed to the greening of the planet and the production of trillions of dollars worth of food. It's bad enough that the EPA seeks to force this rule and its enormous costs on 300 million Americans. It's worse that it spreads misinformation to justify it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this program, please give it a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share it with friends and on your social media. The Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation is a nonprofit ministry dedicated to educating the public and policymakers about biblical earth stewardship, economic development for the poor, and the Christian faith. Our support comes from private individuals just like you. To make your tax-deductible donation, just go to cornwallalliance.org donate. Until next time, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.